Hello and welcome to the McTaggart Attack Podcast. I'm Kevin McTaggart and this is episode 64. Um, the McTaggart Attack Podcast is sponsored by absolutely anyone. I mean, I fucked that up. Let me try it again. The McTaggart Attack Podcast is brought to you by absolutely no one. I don't have any sponsors yet. If anyone would like to sponsor my podcast, let me know. I will promote your shit. And any any sponsorships, all monies will go to my favorite charity, the Get Kevin the Fuck Out of His Parents House Fund. Um, For those of you new to the podcast... uh, I'm a comedian, a stand-up comedian, not an improv comedian, from uh, Vermont. Um, And this podcast is just a way for me to talk about stuff and not necessarily try to be funny. But I'm just, usually I'm angry about stuff and usually I'm happy about stuff. And um, there'll be a mixture of that today in this episode. Um, So yeah. Let's do that. Um, first thing I want to talk about is something that oh, reared its its ugly head again on uh, earlier this week. Um, I walked into work and uh, walked into the men's bathroom to do what you do. To take a dump. There, fuck it. I'm going to say it. And there was a sign above the toilet. Another sign above the toilet. See, I think it was... I forget when the hell it was. I think it was um, late last year, I think, was when... or Actually, I think it was the summer. Um... The summer, uh, a coworker asked me, a female coworker asked me if I wanted to put these wipes in the men's room. And I'm like, no, I don't. Why? But I guess we had to. So I put the wipes in the men's room. I don't understand why I put, but yeah. And it seems like, it seems like. After that, um, it was, it's, it, 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 it seems like after that, the, the cleaning staff was more persistent to us, urging us to, like, clean the bathroom, which makes no damn sense at all. Like, I think it was, and, like, I, I don't know, I mean, I will clean the bathroom, I will clean the toilet to a point, Okay. I'll clean the seat. I'll wipe the seat off. There's no way in hell I'm reaching into the bowl. <laughs> Let's make that perfectly clear. That's not happening. No. Because, like, that's what they do. Like, they, the, the cleaning staff put a container of wipes and one pair of rubber gloves in the men's room. One pair. Rubber gloves are not reusable. Okay, let's get that shit started right now.
Let's just let's clear that shit up right now. All right. And uh, I think I forget when the hell this message was, but there was a. They put a note up. There were kids yelling outside of my hotel room here at the Middlebury Inn, so you'll just have to excuse me. But anyway, these. I don't know when the hell they put the sign up. Let me see when they put the sign up. Oh, actually, no. It was. It was. It was actually January. It was this year. It was January 5th when there was this first sign. It was handwritten. And it was from... Uh, it was written from some sort of... Some sort of random stationery. I don't know what the fuck it was. But it says... There was... And it was terribly scotch-taped. And, uh... Like, horribly scotch-taped. And... The note was handwritten, and it said, For office use, with an exclamation mark. Wipes are here to help keep bathroom clean. Please use them to keep toilet clean after use. No. I mean, I, I'll use the wipes, maybe. Depending on how bad it is. But I will, I'll, use, I'll use paper towels. Or toilet paper. Not paper towels. To, like, wipe off my toilet seat. Okay, I don't give a shit. Alright? And there's no way... I don't know how much they want us to clean of the toilet. That's the thing. Like, I'll clean the bowl... I'll clean my seat, like I've said, on top. And I'll even raise the seat. And if I miss anything underneath... Who knows? Maybe you have a burrito at work. Maybe you don't. <laughs> you know? And you gotta do things that you gotta do. And I'll clean it. I will clean it to that point. But there's no way. Even if I'm wearing rubber gloves. I will not reach my hand into the bowl of the toilet at work. At home, yes. But not at work. So yeah, we ripped that sign down. And then we didn't hear anything about them for like... It was about two months. It was about two months when that crappy sign was ripped down. And um... Then, on Monday, there was another sign up. Again, it was it was a little better scotch taped this time, I'll say. The scotch tape was a little better, but it was it was a printed sign. Someone had typed this out, and it says. Please use the gloves and sanitizing wipes to clean up after yourself if needed. Thank you. And on top of that sign, in pink marker, it said, Notice from DHMC. And this sign looked familiar. What they did was they took the sign from the handicapped bathroom, took that off there, and put it in the men's bathroom. That just makes me think, so so let's just clear this up. Like, apparently, I don't know what company this cleaning staff is. I don't think they work for Dartmouth Hitchcock. I think they're a company that does it for Dartmouth Hitchcock. I think they clean it, like, once a week. I'm not really sure. I don't really care. I don't really know. But apparently, they want other people to do their job for them. They want other people to clean the fucking toilet. And that's just ridiculous. They want, they want other people to do their job. 
their job, which is to clean. They want someone else. They don't want, they don't want to do their job. If they don't want to do their job, then they should probably quit. You know? It's ridiculous. And after this sign on Monday, this sign that I saw on Monday, I let um, one of the male uh, supervisors know about this. Um, also, I found out afterwards, though, um, after I talked to one of the male supervisors, because I thought it was just a men's room thing, I was told that they've put notes on other people's desks before to, to tell them to clean up their paper clips. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, and it's just, it's so ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. I mean, God forbid the cleaning staff has to clean, you know? Did they not know that that's what their job is? Are they not aware that that's their role in all of this? Is to clean the fucking toilet? Goddamn ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. Let's see. See what else? Um, maybe that's what I'm trying to think. I'm always trying to think of what the title of the next podcast will be. Maybe it'll be, "Look, it's your job to clean the toilet, not mine," or something like that. Maybe I don't know. I haven't decided yet. I'll I'll figure it out when I publish it later today. Um, let's see. What what the fuck else did I want to talk about? Um. Oh yeah. This is sad news. This is some sad news. Some, uh, I think it was this week it came out that Toys R Us has gone bankrupt. And they're closing all of the stores. All of them. Not like just like a couple here and there. They're closing all of the stores. Toys R Us. I guess that kind of makes sense. I guess. Because uh, the few times I've been in Toys R Us... Since I was a kid, never really seemed to be that busy in there. I don't know what that what that means exactly. Maybe other people can go to uh maybe I don't know, maybe people are buying their toys from somewhere else. Because I remember KB Toy Store used to be around and KB's not even a thing anymore. So all toy stores are pretty much gone. Which is sad. It's unfortunate. Too bad. Like I, I just, I remember as a kid being excited to go to Toys R Us because it was like the biggest toy store. Then you grow up and you're not a kid anymore, and when you're a single guy walking into a Toys R Us, you feel a little creepy. I think it's good that I feel creepy going into Toys R Us because I feel like if I didn't, I feel like if you go into a toy store as a single person and don't feel creepy you're probably a pedophile but let's not talk about pedophiles here um toys are us yeah just always remembered one being so excited whenever i got to go to toys are us and then now i can't i mean maybe i'll go one more time for old time's sake but no i won't I have no reason to go to a Toys R Us because I'm an adult.
so yeah, that was that was kind of sad. It was, I mean, it makes sense though, because like we live in an age now where I think all stores are probably facing the same type of issue. Like, you buy shit online. Amazon has ruined a lot of things for people. Those people being the people who own stores like Toys R Us. So yeah, like I've become an Amazon shopper. It's easier. That's what they gotta do. They gotta make it easier. Every store should... I think every store has, like, an online ordering capacity now. So, we should just utilize that. But, yeah, it's too bad. If it's only, I only feel bad about the Toys R Us thing for pure nostalgia purposes. That's it. That's all. No other reasons. What else did I want to talk about today? <sighs> I wrote a list this time. I'm very happy about that. Let's see. Oh, yeah. March Madness has started. The men's and women's college basketball tournaments. <laughs> I love how this year for the men, it's completely gone to shit already. Like, by Friday, ESPN had no perfect brackets thanks to UM... BC, University of Maryland, Baltimore County, being the first ever 16 seed to be the one seed. I love that. That, that, just, that just threw everything into disarray. Beating Virginia. Virginia, who a lot of people picked to win the national championship. The, just the whole thing with predicting games now is... Predicting games is just so ridiculous. Predicting who's going to win a game is as crazy as predicting the weather. Because you can't predict the weather. I mean, you can sort of forecast the weather and say it could possibly happen. But then you don't know what's going to happen until it actually happens. Like, there's no way they can predict how many inches of snow. I mean, it's only based on old data. But, like... Like with weather, you never know, especially now where the climate with climate change and, and whatnot and how more fierce storms are getting and whatnot. Why am I talking about the weather? I was trying to talk about sports. But yeah, predicting games is just so ridiculous. I I do still do an NFL picks pool that I participate in. I never did pay my entry fee for last year, actually. I won't let them know. And, you know, that's that was fun. But it's like I try not to take it too seriously anymore with, like, either predicting the NFL games or doing a March Madness bracket, you know? I, I don't get upset if I picked my game because I'm like, I don't know. I didn't know. I don't know who's going to win. I like to think I know who's going to win, but I'm, I, I don't have... If I knew who was going to win every game, if I had the power and ability to know, to predict every game, I'd be a goddamn billionaire right now. If I could see into the damn future and be able to tell who's going to win every game, I'd be a fucking millionaire. But I'm not, or a billionaire. But I don't have that superpower. Unfortunately. 
Wish that I did, but I don't. Because I want money. Because money rules the world. You know it does. Don't, don't scoff at me. Some of you are probably reading that, hearing this and scoffing. No, I'm right. Let's see, what the fuck else? Um, yeah, so it's just, it's just funny how like these experts were so adamant that things were going to happen. And then, like, what was that? I think the first day Arizona lost. Um, there are a few other upsets too. I think Loyola Chicago has gone to the Sweet 16. Because you'll always have that. You'll always have that one team that goes to the uh, um, Sweet 16 or whatever. But then you hope that they don't win anymore after the Sweet 16. Because you want the better teams to win. But it's... <laughs> the business of predicting sports is pointless. We need to, how come we don't hold them accountable for anything? You know, what we should do is compile their records. <laughs> have the, whenever they give expert, um, whenever an analyst, or even, as I said before, a weather person, you know, we should compile statistics. And whenever they're on, they'll have their winning percentage. I think that's a good idea. We should have any analyst for anything who's in the business of predicting or forecasting. We should have their accuracy rating, their accuracy percentage, how right they were. And then we can base it off of that. I think we, we need to do that. We need, we need to hold these, these analysts of various things accountable. I think that's a good idea. Let's do it. And then, then we can pay them as such. Oh, sorry, Jay Williams, you're not that very good at predicting anything. Here's a dollar. <laughs> you know, because these people get paid lots of money to do this shit. They pay, people get paid a lot of money to do the easiest of jobs, it seems. Like being a analyst on a sports show or or news anchor, someone who just reads the news. These people get like paid millions of dollars to do. I mean, I don't want to say that they're easy jobs, but it's just like it, it's not a normal job. You, you're not sitting in front of a computer all day. I don't know. Oh, and what's the worst? You get to travel to a country. To do, like, reports and shit? Oh, God, that sounds terrible. Want to trade? Do you want to sit in front of a computer 40 hours a week? Let me know. Let me know, motherfucker. Let's see. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about. I, I used to like movie previews. I did. I did used to. I like. I used to like movie previews, but I feel like we're doing them wrong. Movie previews are being done wrong. Like, uh, for example, the uh, trailer for the new Avengers movie is out, and like I've seen articles 
on Facebook analyzing the preview. Oh, what's going to happen in the movie? Why don't you wait for the movie to come out first and not analyze what's going to happen? Not try to figure out what's going to happen in the movie before you go see the movie. What is the goddamn point of that? It makes absolutely no freaking sense. So I don't necessarily hate movie previews. previews. I hate the people who overanalyze the movie previews. And then put them out in articles and have people read the articles and figure out what's happening in the movie. Before they even go see the movie. Movie previews should be like as nondescript as possible. You know, they, you shouldn't put every major plot point into a movie. Into a movie preview, I mean. It's absolutely ridiculous. Like, with Thor Ragnarok, we find out that Thor, you know, hammer gets destroyed. I'm like, what? I would want to wait until I saw it in the movie. It's like, we can't keep fucking secrets anymore. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> just, I'm just tired of it. I'm just, I used to like movie previews, and now I just, I, I'll watch it once. I'll watch, I'll, move, I'll watch a movie preview once, a few months before the movie comes out, and then I won't try to watch it at all until I actually see the movie. That's, that's, how, I, that's how I take it. That's how I'm handling movie previews now. I'd really rather not watch previews at all anymore. I don't know. I mean, because I, I, I find myself doing that. Like, I, I want to see it, and I want to try to figure out what's going to happen in the movie before I go see the movie, but that's stupid. Makes no fucking sense. No sense at all. You need to change movie previews, people. Let me know if you agree with me on that. I know I've been complaining about shit, for most of this episode, but I want to talk about something that's actually made me happy. Yeah, it happens. So, it was a week ago Saturday, uh, the 10th, um, Pearl Jam put out a new single to just uh, 10 club members, uh, their fan club. It was called Can't Deny Me. And then on Monday, they put it out to everyone. And when they put it out to everyone, there was a message that said, it's a single from their forthcoming album. (sighs) That just made my, that just made my year. I had a feeling that they were going to come out, that Pearl Jam was going to come out with a new album this year. I just had a feeling because of all the touring they were doing and because they haven't come out with an album in about five years. They seem to do that four and a half to five years now. They'll come out with an album. It's worse than the Olympics, but still completely worth it. And I think, as much as I ripped um, the art of predicting, I want to, um, I want to, I want to make a prediction as to when the next Pearl Jam album, when, when the album will be coming out. Because I, I looked at the tour schedule, 
And there is a... Because they're in South America until, like, uh, the end of March, I think. And then they don't tour again until June in Europe. And there's not much of a break for them after that. So I'm thinking that the new Pearl Jam album will be released sometime between the end of March and the beginning of June. Of course, I'm probably wrong now, like most of my predictions are, but at least I own up to the fact that I make terrible predictions. And other people should own up to the fact that they make terrible predictions as well. That's the thing that... I just realized, like, my movie theater, my movie preview rant, my movie preview idea, and my March Madness predicting, and the weather predicting, I've had, I created a common theme for my podcast today. No one should predict things. We need to stop predicting things. We need to stop, like, analyzing movie previews and predicting what's going to happen. We need to stop predicting when the next Pearl Jam album is going to come out, even though I'm pretty sure it's coming out sometime between March and June of this year. We need to stop predicting um, sports games, weather, even election results. We, we totally suck at predicting election results. Just We need to stop predicting things. That might be the, t- the, the title of this, this week's podcast. Stop predicting things. You're ruining it. That might be it, yeah. I love how I come up with the title. <laughs> My podcast lately has just been me trying to figure out what I'm going to call the podcast. But this one actually had like a theme, and I didn't even plan for it to all be connected. Except for the Toys R Us thing and the cleaning staff that absolutely sucks. Seriously, you're a janitor. Your job is to clean. And you want other people to do it for you? I think what I'm going to do, if, I, if they put up another sign, I'm going to be like, hey, um, if I leave a stack of papers on my desk, will you do my work for me? That's what I'm going to do. If they put up another sign, I'm going to write my own sign. And retaliate that way. I'm totally fucking doing that if they put up another sign. I'll be nice about it. I won't curse. I can do that. I can get mad and not curse about things. All right. Well, this has been um, episode 64. Uh, Let's see. uh, Upcoming shows. Well, we just had Movie Roast last night at the Marquee Theater. We watched the never-before-released Fantastic Four movie from 1994. It was terrible. But I still feel like it was better than any other Fantastic Four movie that's ever come out. Still. I think it still was. It's the best Doctor... It's the best on-screen Doctor Doom that they've ever done. Which (laughs) speaks volumes there. Let's see. I think I... um, I don't have much for shows. Um, Oh, actually, I'll be at the engine room in White River Junction... Um, the first Thursday in April, I think that's April 5th, and then I'll be doing a Vermont Comedy Outlaws show at the Marquee in Middlebury, Vermont, 
and that's April 14th. And then I think Movie Roast is, is April 21st. That's going to be the last Starfighter. So, yeah. Um, look up the McTaggart Attack podcast Facebook page. On Facebook. I have like 176 likes on it now. Um, and then... Uh, can try to find me on Facebook. And then um, I have two YouTube channels. One for me and one for the McTaggart Attack podcast. But I don't know if I want to put it out on YouTube anymore. Let me know what you think. I, I just feel like I haven't... The percentage of people who've watched it on YouTube, you know, it, it's not that big. I think the only way I would do you, I might just keep YouTube... Maybe if I start doing, like, video versions of the podcast. I don't know. We'll have to see about that. Um, but I don't want people to look at me for 30 minutes. That's ridiculous. Let's see. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah. Follow me on Twitter at Kev McTee. Um, and uh, thank you for listening to the uh, McTaggart Attack podcast today. Um, you can, of course, you found it, so you found it somewhere. If, I'm trying to get it out there on other um, platforms. So if you want to suggest other podcasting platforms, if you're trying to find it somewhere and you can't find it, let me know and I'll try to add it there. Like, I think I'm on Google Play. I got an email that I am, but I can't find it on Google Play. So I don't know what the fuck that is. I'm, I'm going to be researching. And I'm trying to get it on Laughable. If anybody has Laughable, um, I did submit to have it on Laughable the other day. So, all right. Gonna put this podcast to bed now. Um, talk to you all next time for episode 65. No clue what I'm talking about in that one. And I don't want to predict. Because you shouldn't predict things. Because predicting things is stupid. Maybe that's the title.